Hi, Jillian. Hi, Ryan. Welcome to The Underrateds, episode two, Drive Me Crazy. Yes. I was um, listening. Oh, go. <laughs> you go. I just wanted to give a PSA that um, I know this is coming out Thursday night-ish morning, but if you um, fill out a bracket for Hoops for Hannah, get your brackets in, I think, by noon. But even if you don't get a bracket in, you can still donate for Hoops for Hannah. Um, just go to hoopsforhannah.com. Thank you. Thank you. I still haven't filled out my bracket, but I will. I'll do it today because, yeah. you know, I don't know anything about sports. That's fine. It's just fun to be involved. and It, it is. Although I guess make guesses. all the teams that were supposed to be like the best are already out. It's been an upset. It's 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 not been the strongest year. I didn't uh, know anything about this, but I listened to a Barstool podcast and they talked about the whole Alabama thing last night. I knew nothing about that. Well, Alabama's in. No, but that the, one of the players allegedly yeah, murdered someone yeah, and the coach yeah. was still going to let them play. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what? Yeah, yeah we're not going to talk about that. No, we're here to talk about 1999 feature film, Drive Me Crazy. I Were you surprised by the year? I was not really, but I was like, oh, they squeaked in as a 90s movie just because I do feel like there is some sort of cachet with being a 90s movie and a 90s rom-com, so to speak. And I was like, oh, this is 90s, not I would have maybe guessed like 2002 if I I had had to guess. No, I had no frame of reference. Which brings me to do you remember the first time you saw this movie? Um, well, what were you going to say? You said you were listening to something. I was I listening really to our Bachelorette twice. pod a little bit earlier today because I remember it being so like unorganized and it was a little boring. I think we got to, you know, really pick up the energy, which okay. I'm two days after um, a 24 hour stomach bug and I'm still not 100 percent. So we'll see. I'm not super energetic, but we'll see how this goes. Hopefully My abs and shoulders still hurts just from yeah. like, like, yeah, you need an ab workout, throw up every hour on the hour for 24 hours. But anyway, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I do not. I assume it was with you at our home in New York. Yeah, probably like on HBO, maybe. Yeah, I have no idea. We were very lucky kids to have HBO very early on. It's not TV. It's HBO. We were very lucky to have all the channels we needed. I know. So many kids are like, I grew up without cable or like we, you know, we weren't allowed to watch TV. I'm like, we had every channel (laughs) you could possibly have. (laughs) And we watched a lot of movies. We did. Yeah, so I don't remember any first. So you didn't see it in theaters. I don't believe well, so. Well, you would have been 11, yeah, when it came out. Yeah, but I mean, we were Britney fans, and we obviously oh, knew yeah, the song when this album came out, and I'm sure that coincided in some point because the, the song Drive Me Crazy is a yeah. large part of this movie. Did you see, I, fun fact, it originally wasn't supposed to be called that, but they changed the name because of the Britney song. I so didn't I guess read that, Britney but I Britney song came first. Probably right around the same time. Probably some yeah. synergy between mm. the companies mm. to put like, this out in good company that could be an underrated movie mm. <laughs> yeah so yeah i don't remember when i first seen it is it in your top 10 films you've seen the most times do you think probably or see i don't know for me maybe top 20 i was thinking okay maybe top 20 but i've seen it a whole lot yeah like i was like was quoting alongside the movie as i watched oh, yeah. it last night like oh i know what the dad's about to say you know whatever um, yeah. It's not in my top 10 favorite films. <laughs> oh, no, it's not yeah, in my top 10 favorite I wouldn't films. say. Um, yeah. It is a great film, though. Yeah, I don't. I was going to say, I don't really know our background behind like when we when we added it to like Jill and Ryan movies. We've seen a million times. Like it just either. happened. It just happened. Probably like high school, college. Yeah, Patrick, maybe college. Maybe like, college. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know, it would just be on. And then we'd text each other like, oh, Drive Me Crazy is on channel, whatever, whatever. Right. 
And unfortunately, it's not streaming like anywhere right now. We keep doing this with movies that aren't streaming, but I posted a legal link on Instagram on Good Not Great Pod. So if anyone wants to watch it on this weird Australian, oh, not, it wasn't Australian, it was Asian. But where did we watch it? We've been watching it like in the last year or so on something. It was on Hulu for a very long time. Okay. So I believe on Hulu or it was, it usually is on like, like it's on like Cinemax right now, which I don't have, but like, right. you know, it the would one be, channel we don't have. Right. It would be Jill on, on like your cable on like, I don't know, E, movies we love or Freeform right. or, you know, something like that. This movie is driving me crazy. If you stars, haven't seen it. What are you even doing? I haven't seen it. It's so good. It stars Melissa Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. Not his first movie. I confirmed. I thought it might've been, but not his first. Going to ask uh, you about that later. They are next door neighbors who used to be very close friends when they were in um, middle school, younger, and then they just, you know, stopped being friends for some reason or other. Melissa Joan Hart is one of the popular set, and Adrian Grenier is kind of a geeky guy. Who, a disaffected youth. A disaffected youth, yes, who, you know, pulls pranks and does crazy things. There's a big dance at their school, the Centennial Dance for 100 Years of their high school, that Nicole is planning, and the boy that she originally assumed would ask her to it, decides not to because he falls in love with someone else. Adrian Grenier breaks up with his girlfriend, his girlfriend. This is so long. And they plan a ruse to date to try to get these other people back. The end. Thank you. Yeah, it's a a fake dating trope. Obviously, they fall in love with each other. Spoiler. (laughs) For this 1999 feature (laughs) film, kids born in 1999 can drink now. That's not a spoiler. Um, It's directed by John Schultz, who also directed Like Mike. Mm. I love Like Mike. And he directed a movie called Aliens in the Attic, which I just learned from listening to Austin Butler on Mark Maron's podcast that Austin Butler was in. And um, he talks about it on the podcast. So um, written by Rob Thomas, not, not Rob Matchbox, Matchbox 20. <laughs> and another guy who I name I immediately forgot because I was like, Rob Thomas, Rob Thomas but I knew yeah. it wasn't. So just a couple background questions for you. Do we think Melissa Joan Hart was already like pretty big? Like Sabrina yes. started in 96. I looked up the TV movie, which came up before the show and the show. Same year. Interesting. Different Harveys, if we remember. Yes. Um. Yeah. So like, do you already think she was pretty big, you think? Yes, right. And I she do. was already in Can't Hardly Wait, I suppose. As was Can't Hardly Wait before this? Yearbook was... Girl. I, I think it was the maybe, same year. Maybe. Or 98. Anyway. I think this was a vehicle for her off the success of Sabrina the Teenage Witch. 98. Can't hardly wait. Yeah. Also, I'll just ask you this question now. Do you think she's hot? Not that it matters. I think but, she was like good as in the this lead movie. of yeah. this movie. See, I think she's pretty. I think she's cute, but I don't know that I'd ever think she's hot. I think they I do think their America best. just made her, in my mind, like she's the girl next door, which they I might do. They... Clarissa explains it all reboot. No, thank you. I think they do her best to make her look hot in this movie. And I think she looks good. I was going to say she must be so old for this, but she was 23. And so we'll was Adrian Grenier. Yeah. Yes. Born she in 1976, looks, both of them. Yeah. She looks older than 23 in this movie. Like, like she, Did you think she looks older than him? I don't uh, know. To be like, Maybe. what are they supposed to be? Seniors? Yeah. yeah this was seniors are old. <laughs> yeah. So. Um, and then my next question, what had Grenier done at this point? Like, this Nothing. is the first time we probably I, saw him. I went on his IMDb and I didn't recognize any of, like, the three movies he did before this. Also, it's sad when you go to his IMDb, the, his four main known four things are this, Devil Wears Prada, which I completely had, like, a brain fart. I forgot he was obviously the boyfriend uh, in that. Yarlsberg. Yeah. And then Entourage the movie, Entourage the show. 
Why? He's always going to be associated with. It should have been four entourage episodes. No, I know, like, but I he, poor Grenier. He's Vinny Chase. Why? He had a great run. But now he probably still wants to be an actor. I don't he know. Yes, he does stuff. He just got married. He's like earthy country, very. This was another question I had for you that I'll just ask you now. Do you think in real life, Adrian Grenier is more of a Vincent Chase or more of a Chase Hammond, the character in this movie? Because they're Hammond. completely different archetypes. I think he's more of a Chase Hammond. Because he wants to save the whales? Yeah. <laughs> Like, I do think he was a great actor in both of those roles, and I believe him in both of those roles, but it's funny because they're so different to me. But I guess that's what being a good actor is. But also, Vinny Chase got a heart of gold, just misguided. Yeah, but also, like, all he talks about is pussy. No. Okay, anyway. so on IMDb, this movie had a 5.7 out of 10. I just wanted to say that. Disagree. And it was like, you can rate it, and I went to rate it, and I X'd out, and I couldn't get it to come back. So I was going to oh, give no. it a 10 out of 10. All right, I was going to dive into our first category, which is questions or observations about the film. Things I still don't get or I just noticed or I wanted to highlight to you even after seeing this a million times. There are many. Mm-hmm. So I'm sorry, this is going to take a long time. And these are just mine or many. I don't even know how many Jill has. So maybe we'll go one for one, I guess. Yeah. Um, the one thing I wanted to start by asking you. So after we both watched this movie last night, what is the mean best friend's name in the movie? Alicia. Okay. I was like watching this movie. I was like, what the fuck is her name? And then they kind of mumble at one point. Alicia is an artist. And then they say it later. And I'm like, I feel like her name is just instantly forgettable. Okay. That was my first question. You go. Um, Just that this movie thinks it's smarter than it is with all the dialogue that teenagers have. I think it's good. Although I hate when Alicia talks to Cameron is like, girl gets boy in backseat. Violence anticipated. Like, shut up. Like it's it just thinks it's smarter than it is, which is I don't know. It's fine, but like eight seniors in high school will not talk that way. Although I didn't have a ton of like, oh, this would only happen. It's just a movie because I'm like, yeah, me neither. A pretty accurate depiction of seniors in high school in certain ways, you know. I agree. From my experience, next thing I noticed that I never noticed before in the beginning, Melissa Joan Hart's on the phone with Alicia, and she's like, maybe I'll wear my mom's halter. And on her mirror, she has like cutouts of like the boy she has a crush on. And then also a red halter top from a magazine that she ripped out. And I'm like, is that she cut out a picture of a magazine of her mom's own shirt? But I guess it was just like a fashion idea. Because then the shirt she has up wearing is like a half top crop. It's basically like a sports bra, I guess, with basically a halter a sports tie bra, in yeah. the back. And I'm like, we could never wear that to school at our all-girls Catholic high school. I mean, but we, we couldn't, but yeah. I, mean, I assume so- even... She looks great on the on the old uh, on the broadcast in the morning, but I was like, "Damn, girl, that's there's half that shirt is missing." Yeah, and all the '90s fashion in this movie is back. Like you could wear so many oh, yeah. outfits in this movie. Like her and Divine are talking at the end um, when they're recording at the TV studio, and she's like, "It's all bullshit," and both their outfits. I'm like, "I probably own both of those outfits now, including the shoes." Yeah. Okay, you go. Um, so Brad is the boy she likes and he's like the best player on the basketball team and she runs into him on a Friday before the basketball game and he's I like, oh, I gotta go to Sneaker World to get my new kicks for tonight's game. As a serious basketball player, you would never get sneakers the day of a game. The, you would, yeah, you would break them in. This would never happen. That no one on my the sliding staff of ever the played basketball. Yeah, it's like, no. it's, it's not like, let's wear my new kicks fresh for the big game. That would never happen. I I, am... I had that in like, this is such a movie thing. Like that wouldn't happen in real life unless no. you are an idiot. Unless you're an How idiot. How many times did we come home with bloody socks? Or your parents we... are idiots and don't know to tell you, do not wear these for the game tonight. Yeah. 
Great point. I had it as well. Um, Ray, uh, Neil. Ray is so cute. Is my next thing. He's, He's like, so you know, cute. I've always been obsessed with him. I love him. Um, I wrote, he gives me Steve Zahn as Lenny in That Thing You Do vibes in this movie in a way who I also love. And I just never I don't know. put it that just, together before. Ray I think just, is so cute is my next thing. So cute. Also, I'll, I'll do this now. A new category I'm inventing for high school movies. Who is the oldest high schooler? Um, so I'm going to May Pratt, maybe Alicia. So I'm going to ask you based on appearance who you thought, and then I'll give you the actual answer. It's I'll probably call this, you know, the Rizzo Award in future. But um, so my first glance just watching the movie, I assumed it would be either Brad, the basketball player, or Dulcie by who played by Allie Larder. Um, what are, what is your guess? Just I'm going to yeah. go Susan May Pratt, Alicia. So it is Ray. Uh, it's very hard to find his birthday because he's not really an actor anymore. He was born, I believe, in 1965. Ooh. Like, he was like 10 years old. And then Susan May Pratt second was born in 1974. And then the girl so who she plays- was 25. Yes, math. And then the girl who plays Chloe, who's the one at the party drunk singing into the spoon with the curly hair. She's mm-hmm. also 1974. Um, but Allie Larder, Melissa Joan Hart, Grenier, they were all 1976. Dave wow. is the youngest. He's 1980. Um. Oh, and then the girl who plays Sue was also find, hard to find her birthday because she's more of a singer than an actress. I think born oh. in 77, born in Staten Island, New York. Stop and it. Can I just read you her IMDb bio? Because it's insane. Yes. Natasha Pierce is her name. She plays Sue, who best one of her best lines is, we're on a date and Thursday at 8, Friday 8.05. 8.05. She does like the news. Natasha was born in Staten Island, New York. Me too. She moved with her family to Los Angeles, California, age two, and later began her singing career. At age 18, she became a featured vocalist, backup vocalist, and accompanied Diana Ross at the Super Bowl 30 halftime show in 1996. Wow. XXX, is that third? What? I don't know. Super Bowl XXX in 1996. Oh, yeah, 30. Um, in addition, Natasha has toured with Diana Ross, Lionel Richie, John Tesh, Ziggy Marley, Rod Stewart, and Shoggy. She has also toured and recorded as a soloist for John Tesh. Wow, good for her. Natasha. Anyway, Natasha. so you think Ray's cute. What were you going to say after that? Just that he's so cute. Right, but you go again. Oh, okay. Um, I just can't remember how cute Ray is. Um, why does the dance team at the basketball game not have uniforms? They're all wearing jean shorts. Some cheerleaders come in or on the team and then like mismatched orange tops. Like, this is, like, mm. the high school in the town. Like, they've got some coin to get the dance team, like, an outfits. So the, the cheerleading squad has uniforms. Why not the dance team? That's a great question. I'm like, maybe they're just, like, real-ass people from the town, not from the school, that are, like, we take dance class on the weekends and we want to play. When I watched the documentary about the Pistol Shrimps, the L.A. Um, basketball team made up of female comedians, um, that play that Aubrey Plaza was on and Stephanie oh, Allen, who's uh, Tignataro's wife. I said Sarah Silverman is she in this? No, no, she's not playing basketball. But they had she a... used to play basketball every week at um, Gary Shandling's house. Well, she wasn't on the team. I think she was too old. And um, but anyway, they have like a quote dance team, and it was half the girls on the team and other girls, and they would always wear mismatched clothes and just like come in for the dance and then leave. So it reminded me of that. But I, it's a good question, Jill. I don't know. Yeah. I, I would like to know if they're school sanctioned. I suppose. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I've seen this movie a million times, and these are the things I usually look into, but I never have for this. This was based on a novel. 
Did you know oh, that? I did see something in the beginning, but I guess I wasn't paying. Yeah, I guess I I just like never noticed that. It's called How I Created My Perfect Prom Date by Todd Strasser. I now you have to read it. Oh, of course I will. It has like terrible reviews on Goodreads. And it's a YA or a regular? It's about seniors in high school. The description is like Nicole asks her neighbor Chase like and turns him into the perfect prom date. So not centennial prom. Mm -hmm. And then some of the comments were like, the movie was better. The characters in the book are like limited, you know, blah, blah, blah. But of course, I'll read it. Go. Um, Nicole. Melissa Joan Hart goes in a hot air balloon with her father, Stephen Collins, Reverend uh, Camden, on Seventh Heaven. Yes, he sucks. Um, he gives her a book to explain why he's been a terrible father, and she throws it off the hot air balloon. Does that kill someone? You've asked this before in real life when we watched this movie. Like, from that height, that object could kill someone. Yeah, and she doesn't look. She, she, she just tosses it off the it. hot yeah. air balloon. Although I love her, her chutzpah at like, must be a hell of a book, dad, of why you were never around. Like, I'd be scared to say that to a dad, but not Nicole Maris. I would be scared to be in a hot air balloon. Alone with Reverend Camden. That too. What What did he do? I don't want to Child even say. Born? Yeah. Yeah. And, ugh, he's trash. Yeah. Great point, though, Jill. Probably could kill someone. Probably could. Physics. <laughs> All right. Something I never really noticed before is in the beginning of the movie, there's a scene where Chase and his friends put orange water in the sprinklers and it yes. sprays all over the kids in the quad, especially the popular kids. Alicia, the mean best friend. I have this in Nymphix. Stands up and pours a cup of coffee on herself, like very obviously. Yeah, they didn't cut that well. They didn't edit that but well. But my thing was like, is that A, yeah, like her being a bad actor, or B, that character is so calculated that she's going to pour coffee on herself and then later make it a thing and go to no, be a character and be like, I, I think she was hit. directed to and they cut on her too early. They should. Yeah, she, the way she did it was just so obvious. Also, I never noticed this before. I don't know how. The song playing is a less than Jake song. Mm. I didn't, I'm not, I don't know that song specifically, but I know the less two Jake. voices like, they're so recognizable and i was like oh my god less than jake and i looked it up and it was them go ahead um the electrocutes i was so happy to see oh, them. the donna what, what are the donna's doing now see i see that boy he looks so fun they don't, don't have an instagram have presence grind also but that was years ago like are they still together are they doing things i would like them to be i don't think it looks like their last album was released oh wait in 2020 maybe this is the best hits I think they, oh no, they they still put out music. Oh, the Donnas. Good for them. I was happy. I was I surprised they took, them. I forgot. From 2009, they took a 10-year break, and then they put mm -hmm. out an album in 2019. This is just according to Spotify. And then they had an album in 2019, the Donnas turned 21. Anyway. So I yeah. just want to know what the Donnas were doing. Great, great female band. I love, In this movie, they were the Electrocutes. But Which I, I did some research, and they were the Electrocutes before they were the Donnas. That's what I thought, but I, I couldn't remember. So when this movie came out, that was their real band name. That was their real band name. That Ray. He was so ahead of his time. So cute. Um, Why doesn't the actress who played Divine appear in more roles? She's wonderful in this. I love her. I find her great and cute and a good actor. Go ahead. She's on my worst actor of the film. I think she's a terrible actress. Disagree. She is in America's Sweethearts as Christopher Walken's daughter. And she's in Jack and Bobby, I guess, and a bunch of episodes in TV. I love her. I think she's so winning when she's daughter Judy at the end. I think she is very. She cannot. No, act. She has I to think she talked to Adrian Grenier about that's how she her was worst ostracized. scene. Oh that's my god, her worst you scene. are dead wrong. That's her worst scene. I knew you were gonna come for my girl like this, but I love yeah. her. She's not a good actress. Sorry, cute, cute little mm -hmm. girl. Very cute. Go ahead. I have no others. 
Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> Chase protesting Hanson. It was, he says you protest Hanson or the constipated hitter designated. It just made me sad because of all the Hanson talk last week. The constipated hitter talk, like that's the movie trying to be clever. She knows it's the designated hitter. She opens her eye. She sticks her head out of the window. She knows that it's not called the constipated hitter. It's the designated hitter. She knows that. Okay. Okay. That annoyed me. Like, oh, like she got that wrong. No, you're just an idiot. All right. Um, the guy who plays Chase's dad is a Ray Romano ripoff. Was Ray unavailable for this film? Which was That's what a I good wrote. call. That's a good call. When they're in the scene in the backseat of the car, when Melissa Joan Hart is drunk and they take her from the party, she says, like, I'll go Sean Young on your ass. And Sean, Sean Young, but she means to say Sean Penn. Okay. What is Sean Young? And then Ray goes, oh, good, good, because Sean Young scares me. But why, why, what is the Sean Penn reference? Um, Sean Young is. Um, I thought um, she was trying to say like a martial arts person. Like, Sean go, Young is Finkel is Einhorn. What? In uh, Ace Ventura. The first one? Yeah. I don't know anything about the first one. Oh. I'm only in When Nature Calls, girl. She's she's um, Einhorn. She's the uh, cop who's also Ray Finkel. But I never got that part when they're like, oh, good. I, mean, I know it's just I'm her sh- being drunk and like flubbing her words and then making fun of her. But I'm like, I, I don't assume get she's it. referring to like Sean Penn, like, you know, getting arrested for protesting and fighting or something. I don't know specifically but oh i thought it was like she was trying to say some martial arts person name and she fucked it up no um you've laughed at this before but it really hit me this time there's a scene where here's uh kirsten melissa joan hart goes through the yearbook and is crossing out people she can't go to the dance with because like oh they're taking sue they're taking whoever warner you know whatever and one guy she crossed out because she goes failed health (laughs) and that's such a good line and i'm like i like that she's so desperate but yet she won't go to the dance with this guy who's probably perfectly fine because he failed health good for you good for you failed health um at the basketball game they go to adrian grenier with with the squad the game ends you know time zone high hits a three the final score is 70 to 68 is that a high score or normal score for high school basketball that's high high, for high high school yeah yeah. like do you think that's kind of like i mean it could happen i'm not saying could but it's that's a high score yeah i guess some of these could have been in my oh my god it's a movie but does everyone in this town drive a convertible Ah, or a fancy car or like a vintage yeah because when they're in the scene where they're cruising broad street or whatever singing they go at the red light when it turns green all the cars behind them are like custom cool yeah vintage cars vintage cars yeah and then in the morning alicia drives her to school they're in a convertible he has this like cool mustang convertible well they're on the west coast because when they talk at the end that was my other question do they do they ever say where the school is no but when dave says you know, I'm thinking about we'll college and he's like, should I go to an East Coast school? Because not that many people will know me there. Mm, I guess that's true. So they're on the West Coast. Oh, this is my next question. Where do they live? They go on like a float trip during this and it looks so fun. But I'm yeah. like, where are they? Maybe is it's like Northwest? Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Although wouldn't it have been cold to go on a float trip while school's still in session? Well, this is only from September to November. Oh, so definitely cold. Well, September was probably warm. In Washington State? I mean, I don't know. I've never been. I've never been. Would Chase have kissed Alicia in that scene where she's trying to be a dumb bitch and, like, t- steal him away at the end of the movie? Well, he's drunk. I know, but he he kisses for a little too long. I don't believe he would have done that. Okay. I don't believe it, but he would either, but he's very drunk. Yeah. 
drunk enough that he pukes after. Yeah, no, I know, but like, I don't know. That whole thing just like, I don't know. Um, I just want to give designated Dave a shout out for saving lives, getting saving into lives. college for doing this extracurricular activity of being a designated driver to kids who are drunk and being smart enough while being a designated driver to put a grate in between his front and back seat yes. so that the drunk people can't touch him. Maybe they could puke through it. But You I'm should like, do that for your dog. How dare you? <laughs> but what a smart kid. Shout out yes. to watching this as a 32-year-old. I'm like, good for you, Dave. Dave's the best. And then they later did a similar thing on One Tree Hill, and they called it DW, not I. And you would text for a safe ride, and whoever had the car that night would have to go pick you up. And Brooke Davis invented it when she was student body president. Why didn't you do that, Jill? Because we were good girls. We never You weren't allowed to allude to alcohol in any of right. school programs. Yeah. Also, shout out to Dulcie for caring that parents want to take I Know Why the Cage Bird Sings yes. off the school reading list. I never noticed that before because it's yes. kind of like half. What's happening now? In sound. Yeah. Um, and also for trying new things with her hair. It doesn't always work out, but she tries. And Nicole, too. They're going for it. It's the 90s. Good for you my, guys. One of my nitpicks of these kids are way too done up for school. Well, that that is a you. Yeah. It's it's nuts. Like the makeup and the hair. Oh, but so many hair class, accessories. Nicole looks like normal, like no. makeup. No. Yeah, when she's like sad at the end and she has like that, her That's hand the only her. time. That's or when the she only has time. that braid when the girl next to her is like, I saw you cruise in Main Street. That's, the, that's when I said it because she, it's so intricate, that braid, and she has clips and the girl is all curled with the two in the front and they have but a lot of lip liner on. I know it's texture. that girl's natural hair, but she still styled it. Yeah, whatever. It's, it's a movie. <laughs> Um, and when Dave takes over the new show and shows like scenes of the popular kids, Not Dave. I guess I, uh, Ray. Ray, excuse me. I guess I never really like thought he shows a scene of kids at the basketball game, scene go fight win, and then shows footage of Nazis. Cause they always cut that out on free form. And whenever That's you watch it on okay. cable. Cause, cause they would never allow that now to they be would in the never movie. Allow that. Yes. But what so, did, as, as people who like go to sports games, what did you think of that? Um, I thought, thought it, it was apt. I th- yeah to compare sports fans to Nazis not comparing sports fans but just compor- com- comparing people who will do the same thing for one conformity yeah for one goal or like you know we're all acting the same way because we all believe in one thing that's yeah but I was just like I mean it's a stretch but it's Ray yeah. Daly on the school news program and again it's 99 so maybe like it wasn't as faux pas but i don't know no, no i think you've uh, always no. known we had we had nazis and white supremacies right supremacists here in 99 yeah but i was just like whoa i was like, taken aback by that because usually it's like funny comparing them to animals although now i look at it with different eyes i'm like they're just kids getting drunk right calm down but some of it's funny like whatever he turns them into frog heads like whatever there's a quote at the end that still doesn't really make a ton of sense to me um most of joan hart's heartbroken because you know Adrian Grenier kissed her mean best friend and she's kind of being a, in a bad mood. And Sue says, it's easy to be a, or the other girl, Chloe, it's easy to be a bitch now that Brad Sullivan's available again. And then yeah. she says, it's easy to be a bitch either way, which is the main point for her to say that line and walk away. But why is it easy to be a bitch now that Brad Sullivan's available? Because she doesn't have to like suck up and pretend like she, you know, like she doesn't have to be good anymore. She got the guy. She doesn't need to. But like, did she? Why would she have to be nice to get him? Like, that, it doesn't make sense to me. It's not okay. a well-written line. <laughs> no. Oh, well, she wants him to ask her out, so. So she's being not, not a bitch? Yeah. I don't know. I thought 
that was weird. And it was just that he's available, not that he's with her. Yeah. A big plot of this movie is that Dave is talking to a girl online and her screen name is Daughter Judy. Do we think that's like Judy Jetson? Like, what yeah, is Daughter Yeah, they say Judy? that. Okay, okay. I was thinking that. Meet George Jetson. All right, I'm almost done. I'm sorry. Um, His dog, Astro. The wife. At the end, when Divine and Nicole are talking at the school thing and Divine's like, I'm sorry, you know, about you and Chase. And she said, you know, I shouldn't be surprised. My dad did it to my mom. Eddie did it to you. Did what? Cheating? I don't know, but like Eddie treated her like dirt, maybe. Yeah, that. Eddie is like a fucking uh, assaulter. Yeah. But that's when she was like, my dad did it to my mom. Eddie did too. I'm like, what? Assaulted them? I'm like, what is it in that? I think phrase? just treating women poorly. Unreliable. Yeah, treating women poorly. Okay. I was like, whoa. I think one of the most unbelievable parts of this film, after Nicole and all her friends like overhyped this dance so much the whole time, Nicole does her own hair and makeup for the dance. There's there was no makeovers. I think she looks great. She does, but she like in the scene, she's getting ready and she's crying, and her mom's like, Are you ready? Like it implies that she did her own hair and makeup. She would she would go get that shit done. She paid for a limo. I know, but it it implies like all the other girls did it. They didn't there was no other. That's what I don't believe. I think that they would have gone and got their hair and makeup done. Maybe in other places. They would have gone to makeovers, Joe. We grew up, people didn't go get their hair and makeup done for events such as these. Shout out to makeovers. Do we think it still exists? I hope so. It's the best. Right by Jen's house, Highland Boulevard. Um, my last question. What does the school do now with this ugly centennial sculpture that's in the middle of like a rented out dance floor? Do they bring that back to the school? I guess so. And it's such an ugly, stupid sculpture. It's not even yeah, a sculpture. It's just like it's like a playground. It's like scaffolding thing. with a ball on the top. And it's like, yeah, this is our gift for the class. Do what the kids of Chilton did and get a telescope. Yeah. Or plant a tree. Plant a tree. Okay, those are all my questions <laughs> and do observations. Have, do you have a best cameo? Yeah, I did it at first because I was like, I feel like I don't cameo have usually yeah. it's someone who's like kind of famous. But then I was like, well, who did I just appreciate who was in it shortly? And I chose um the principal because I laugh when he does he was uh, sprinklers, you guys. And then at the end when he announces Dave's there with uh, Diva and he's like, Dave Ignazi, and he makes a face. His name is Mark Metcalf. He was in Animal House. I think he's like oh. a funny guy who I don't know. And his name in the movie is Mr. Rope? Question mark. I was like, I don't remember that. But yeah, I thought he was funny in his a few little appearances. But other than that, yeah, I was like, I don't know. Yeah, there's not cameos or anything like that. All right. Who's the worst actor of the film? Ibid. See above. I already said. It's- Alicia. Susan May Pratt. Terrible in everything she's in. She's not a good actor. I love her in all the movies she's in. And she did three in a row back to back. This 10 things and center stage. Good for her. Get that money. But like, girl. I mean, I don't think she's a great actress, but she's nowhere near as bad as Divine. Daughter Judy. I disagree. All right. The what are they from category. So you have to tell me where if you recognize these people from somewhere. I went with either Chase's dad or Nicole's mom. Do you know them from anything else? No. No. So they're not famous. What is designated Dave in other than this? Snow Day, Snow Day, Snow Day. And? Mm, I know it, but give me a hint. Um, the actor who my husband looks like is in it. My, oh, he's in Scott Pilgrim. Yes. Which I love versus the world. Yes. Oh, love him. All right, this is going to, I think, become a category every time because I brought it up last time, brought it up this time. I'm going to give you a fuck, Merrick Kill. Okay. 
Chase designated Dave Ray Neely. Oh, this is so hard. I think I'd marry Chase. Whoa, I'd marry Ray. Fuck Ray, kill Dave. I don't want, I think I'd kill Chase. Fuck Dave. Because Chase gets too much clout and he's not that great. I think Chase is pretty great. Yeah, when he does his 10 minute speech about what the perfect date would be, suck my dick. And then, similar- uh, okay, keep keep going. Similarly, who would you rather, Nicole or Dulcie? Nicole. I think Dulcie. She's more my vibe. I, I was going to say, I think it's a, a parent. Uh, our yes. <laughs> yeah. What were you going to say? Um, are we going to do MVP of the film or are you going to wait for the end? Oh, yeah, I'm going to wait for the end. Okay. But yes, we will. Um, the Courtney Lyons, so relatable category. So part of the movies that we relate to. I only had a few, but do you have any? Um, being super involved in school activities. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart is like Miss Time Zone, which is the name of their high school. And that's very relatable to me yeah. and Courtney as well. Yeah, I wrote Good Morning Gators. So very <laughs> ahead of their time in this movie, 99, they had like a school morning news program. Televised. We had that in high school that, that didn't start till you were like a senior I was a senior, or junior. Taryn and I created it. And it was your idea? No. Yeah. But it was like, we, it was like Mr. Hernan's idea. We did it all. Yeah, but you were an anchor. Was Tara your co-anchor? Mm, yes. I thought Nicole, maybe. No. Um, so I did, of course, Jill was on air. I was behind the scenes. I was, was producing this anchor. podcast, this bitch. Um, but yeah, I was like, oh, I relate to that. We did the school morning news. I only did it my junior, senior year, I guess. Um, she takes him to the gap for like his preppy clothes. I was like, yep, we, yep. you know, I just found that relatable. Also, I said, shout out to Brad asking Nicole in the end to go to the dance with her. Because when I was in high school and had to get a prom date, I asked one guy, he said he couldn't go because he had a girlfriend. I had asked Rude. like six more guys, none of whom I wanted to go with just so I could have a date. And then in the end, that original guy called me back and was like, you know what? She's going to the prom with one of her guy friends. So I'm going to go to your prom with you. So I had to go through all this bullshit just to end up going with the guy I asked in the first place. So Nicole, same, same. I wish I could have gone with Ray Neely in the Nicole, end. Melissa Joan Hart. Yeah. You wish you could have gone with Ray Neely. Yeah. Um, okay, quickly before we break, most said quote by us. Is, well, I'm not done with relatability. Oh, I'm so sorry. I thought you were. Um, being heartbroken that the person you like doesn't like you. She's very upset, Nicole. What with Br- Brad or with Chase? Yeah, the, with Brad and also with Chase. She's very I think upset. she's more upset with Chase, which shows like she actually cared about him. I thought she got over Brad pretty quickly. Well, she just needed like a solution to the Brad. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Also, instant messaging. If they use Yahoo. Designated did, Dave. When did they do that? Oh, yeah, with Dave Judy. and daughter Judy. Oh, yeah, catfishing. <laughs> so <laughs> then she catfished him, but it ended up good. Yes. She wasn't lying about who she was. No, but he did, she didn't sell, tell him who she was. And he was just like, oh, I have this girlfriend in the internet, basically. And yeah. his friends were like, okay, bro, are you ever going to meet her? Right. The hottest girl at Time Zone High, Miss Time Zone yeah. herself. Cyber chicks are hot. No. Okay, sorry. All right. So most said quote by us. This is like high in a way. There's one answer. And we still say this almost weekly. I weekly. Say. We say this weekly. And it is. Well, let's set the scene. OK, so. Dave, Ray and Chase, the nerds, quote unquote, go to pick up Nicole from a party. Most of heart because she's wasted. And, and Dave then, is designated Dave, the safe ride guy. So someone called yeah. him. And then the, ends up brad the guy who just scorned her is also at the party and they end up in the back seat together and they're like arguing and the boys are kind of like making fun of them yeah so they're very drunk and 
So Brad does not ask Nicole to the dance, but he had previously made it his intention to know that he was going to ask her. So Nicole says to Brad, there are rules, you know. And he says, rules? And she said, rules. And Ray from the front seat yells, see, see here's a rule. And I don't know why, so, Ron. I think it's so, so funny. Stupid, but we always just say seniors rule all the time. If anyone says rules, and I do really, she says that a lot in the beginning of the movie, or like her and Alicia will be talking to me like there are rules to these things, and I'm just laughing because I know it's going to set up that stupid joke. I wonder if that was an improv. It was just so good, right? It's so saying, good. Seniors rule. Also, we always say it like seniors rule, but he says it like seniors says- rule, and he. And then one of our second runner-up for lines we say a lot is also in that scene when. Nicole's like demanding an answer, Brad, and he kind of like stutters and he's like, Well, you know, I just and then Adrian Grenier to make fun of him is like, he he just, he just, he just, and like we say that. Which is not a nice thing to make fun of someone. No, he's but stuttering. He, also, this is not so much a line, but there's a scene in the movie where they listen to I just want to keep on loving you, which is oh, yes. Ario Speedwagon. I don't want to sleep. But they I don't want to sleep. And yeah. Adrian Grenier does this thing with his hands. And whenever Jill and I hear that song, we text each other and like we know. Yes, it's Ario Speedwagon. That. Um, a couple other things when the dad comes in and says, are you stoned? Like we've said that. Um, when you um, guys, sprinklers, us sprinklers, guys, sprinklers. Yeah. When they, he's hang, uh, Adrian Grenier is hanging out with Dave and he gets a call to go pick up drunk people. And Adrian Grenier, Adrian Grenier goes so seriously, don't go, Dave. There's sober people there. They just want to leave the party. Yeah, it's it's like so funny how serious he is. Like, don't go. There's sober people there. Like, yeah, but he's right. But we don't quote that. No, no, no. I just like the quote. Okay, we're probably gonna get cut off. But also, I'm bananas about you. Love Nicole, the Valentine. I've quoted that before. Um, go fight, win at the basketball game. Not so fast, Ray Neely. And then lastly, one more eye ref, and you'd be a cyclops. (laughs) But it's clearly seniors' rule. Seniors' rule. And I was just thinking, that's why I like to do our most used quote versus like the best quote from the movie or the most famous, because most famous probably be, who are we making jealous? Everyone, Nicole. Yes. Um, but it's like, we never really say that. Never say that. But like seniors rule is something we say almost daily. Yes. And that's what I want to give shout outs to. What are the dumb lines in movies that we still say to this that day? That stick in our head. Like from Dude, Where's My Car? And this and <laughs> Spice World that we still say almost every day. I don't even like Dude, Where's My Car? But how, when it gave us the gift of a lifetime. It did. It did. I was going to say Brown. Um. Okay. So next is, you know, in your dream world of there being a Netflix category movie of, you know, do they end up together or not? Do we think that Chase and Nicole stay together? What's that? I they think go to college they... after this. I think they do because they have like a shared history and she knew his mom. But oh. the parents thing throws a curveball into that. Yeah. Like also I'm like sick of this trope of like, oh, and then our parents are dating. Yeah. Like, it was just stupid. I That's, didn't need it. I was, didn't need it. No one needed it. It was very unnecessary. Didn't need it at all. Like we could have cut some time out of the movie. Yeah. But do you think like say they stay together through college, they stay together forever? Yeah. Wow. I like that. You don't? Um, I do. I just thought you would say no because you're a cynist. I am a cynist. Is that it? Or you're just a cynic? Yes, yeah, cynic. Do we think they have chemistry in the movie? I do. I think yeah. she's great. She's great. Or yeah. I think you're going to mention her in a category we're going to bring I up think later. So. Um, also, do we think Dave and Ray both want to fuck Nicole? Because Ray asked her to the dance like multiple times. 
And then I think they, Ray really likes her. And then and when Dave's, they go to the pit, they like dance. But then Dave probably saved that Valentine because Chase was able to reference made it. Him feel good. I know. But I think Dave just wants to be part of the in crowd. I'm one of the in crowd. All right. Yeah. But yeah, Ray definitely does. But he's the, that's the part of the dance, a stronger man. He's like, it kills yeah, him to do this. Ray's but so go. sweet. So cute. I hope he finds a hot girl at college with a belly ring or a guy, okay. whatever he wants. Um, character you'd most like to kill. I'm going to say you want to say Alicia because she's such a bitch. But I am Eddie saying I am or saying, the oh, dad because Eddie. abuse is way worse than anything Alicia did. Yes. And the dad is just a piece of shit dad. Nicole's dad. Melissa Joan Hart's dad. Yeah, in the movie. Reverie Candor and Stephen Collins. But you want yeah. to say Alicia because she's I, like I did say vicious Alicia and mean. she's so annoying. Yeah. And she's horrible and like such a shitty friend. But then you're like, Ed, no, Eddie. Well, it has to you, be Eddie. Maybe Alicia you, grows up in college and becomes a normal person, you know? You wrote character you'd most like to kill. And then in parentheses, wrote yeah, most annoying right, can't right. stand. Those are two different things. My okay. most annoying can't stand. And then person I would like to not be on this earth anymore are two yeah. different things. Okay. So we, we can split that out if you'd like. Maybe. But yeah, oh, or I mean, or we can mention all these people, but these are all people in the movie that you're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Who's the character in the movie you most relate to? I will say Melissa Joan Hart, just yeah. being her Nicole's overachievingness and school involvement. That's definitely my bag. Yeah. And you think even just having a, a single mom, who's kind of the only thing we know about her, she's kind of like woo woo in her feelings. Um, she's just very like to the point. And yes. why I relate to her is I feel like she can fit in with a number of different groups. Like she's part of the uh, committees at school, but then she goes to dance with Chase's friends at the pit and like has fun. And that's the reason I think they could stay together. Like they could do things together, even if yeah. it's not their favorite thing. And then even when she's talking to the girls and she's like, admit that you like the Alanis album before it went platinum. Like she can just like, I think in the yeah. end, the beginning, they don't like her, but in the end they're like, Oh, she can talk with us. I bet she's a Gemini. Um, okay. That's why I relate to her or Ray. I relate to <laughs> I just love Ray. Yeah. But I'm not as talented with film. You don't know. All right. So we we said if there was a wedding in the movie, we'd have a how bad are the bridesmaid dresses category. But there isn't a wedding, but there is a dance. Yes. None of the centennial dresses really stood out to me. I guess Divine's is pretty bad because it's like a princess. I don't think it's bad. It's kind of just poofy, I would never I wear it, but yeah. yeah. But I was like, none of the dresses really stood out to me as like. Melissa Jones Hart's dress is nice. It's just like it's, navy, right? It's navy and it's got a low back on Her the back. Her hair's kind of nutty for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think she looked very nice, and I liked the dress. Yeah, some of the school outfits were more, you know, yeah, jarring. Um, a category I'm going to add is what is uh so this in the soundtrack of the movie, what is maybe like your favorite song or the song that sticks out to you the most? Brian, I know you're going to say Electrocutes, or I just want to keep on loving you. What is the name of the movie? Drive me crazy, but that's only in the end credits. And then they do the music video with her. I know. But I want to I want to give a shout out to the song Stranded by the band Plum. It happens when they're like breaking up. I watched this movie, I guess, over the summer one day when I was like doing work. And I added that song to my playlist and listened to it like all summer long. It's, wow. a, it's a bop. All right. Um, we're going to get into our like, oh, it's a movie. This would never happen. And then we'll go into MVP of the film. And then we'll go into moral of the story. So give me one of your like your nitpicks. I had said them all that. Oh, you did? Yeah, that Melissa Joan Hart looks yeah, older. Mm-hmm. That that Alicia clearly. But spills. I think she like wants that character. She's like, I'm gonna do my hair and makeup for school and be taken seriously. Oh, so it's not even about that. Like that's why she looks older. She just looks older. But she's not that much older, which is interesting. Twenty three. This is yeah, a little bit. Oh, yeah. 
I think Granny probably looks older. You know when the mom's no. like, he's too tall for you. I, I don't believe that that's a thing, but he does look very tall. He's very tall. Google his. He's probably like six foot, six one, if yeah. I had to guess. All right. Mine were, okay. The school is called Time Zone High. And they say at one point it's because the founder or whatever, his name is Timothy Zonin. Yeah. What the fuck is that? Your school is called Time Zone? I think it's just a leap from Timothy Zonin. But like, do you think there's any school in the world that actually has that name? Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Might have been better if they just went with East East High, like in High School Musical, like right. Time Zone. Are school centennials a thing? I only yes, knew what it was we from had this one. movie. No, we had one when we were there, but but we what didn't was have... it? A fucking brunch with old ladies? <laughs> they had a an event, but just for adults. We were not invited. It was like a fundraising thing. Yeah, like it's such a thing in this movie, and it's the novel. It's based on it's the prom. I wonder why they were just like, let's not we'll do the prom it because it's done. I don't know. And my thought was, they're seniors. Is there then not a prom? Because this is, but you said this is November, so it's not the end of school year dance. Yeah, I'm sure they still have a prom. How do you yeah, know this... it's November? Because he, um, Stephen Collins, Reverend Camden, her father says, I'm going to a huge ballooning festival the first two weeks in November. And she says, I'm kind of involved. In in this... Yeah, I'm kind of involved in this big centennial thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so I guess they do have a prom. So I'd like to see the sequel where they go to prom together. Okay, and why don't you call Melissa friends. Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier? And well, she's doing it. a Clarissa Explains It All remake. I'm sure she's available for Drive Me Crazier. <laughs> no, now they're the mom and dad and their kids are fucking each other. <laughs> oh, gross. The- no, no, I'm just no. kidding. You already said it, but new kicks for the game tonight. I wrote, he have to break them in. Come on, Brad. Yeah. I also just cut that whole scene, like... That's and this meant. Do we need the backline story of her dad? Like, well, this, I think it. Like, what gives, is the point of it? I think it gives credence to the fact that she doesn't take this all so seriously. Like, even when she wanted Brad to ask her to the dance, it wasn't because like she thought they were like going to date or anything. She just wanted to take him. So I think she, you know, in the end, when she's like, "I, I should have known better." Like, she doesn't take female male relationships that seriously maybe they probably have more stuff that they cut out yes, I feel like a yes. lot of movies it's just like you have parents and they're barely even there like they both could have had two sets of parents and whatever i think they probably needed the backstory with his mom more so to show yes. like why they stopped being friends why they stopped being and friends why yeah. you know it's important to her that she apologizes for when they stopped being friends and that she really cares about him and his family and like so she could like one up dulcie in that scene although i still don't fully buy that whole scene but whatever um, but yeah, I'm like, I don't know that I really needed the backline story of like, and then her dad missing the date to get for lunch and then her going hot air ballooning. I liked it because I was just like, oh, most Joan Hart is like a boss bitch in this movie. And she kind of subverts your expectations a little bit, I guess. But I was like, eh, I don't need it. Yeah. Okay. So MVP of the film, Jillian. What I is think your it's answer? both most of Joan Hart and Adrian Grenier. I think Ooh. they're both very good in this movie. And do you think other people could have done the role better? Sure. I mean, I'm trying to think 99, like who would have done it? The I time. feel like in the first scenes when Melissa Joan Hart had to be sad, I didn't like fully, like even when she's in the bathroom, when she sees Chase kissing Alicia, she kind of is like not crying. She's just kind of standing there. But then like later when she cries, she seems like she's really crying. So I'm like, okay. You I think she's great in the scene where she's very good drunk mixing up her words. And I think she's great in that scene when she's back at the car yelling at Brad. The real Hootenin. Yeah. Yeah. But then when she calls him, she's like so smart and put together when she's like, well, you know, go to the centennial with me, Chase. Yeah. Yeah. So I would say Melissa Joan Hart, 
because of the things she had to do. Like she had to be likable, even though she was also like kind of taking this guy and changing who he was, quote unquote, in Chase. Like she had to be like part of the popular crowd, but then could also fit in with the disaffected youth at the Electrocute show. At the end, she, you know, like gets everything together for the dance and invites Ray. And like, I don't know, I think you buy her as all these things of like, I agree. A hyper into school girl, but then like the boss bitch who talks back to like her dad and men when they're like shitty to her. Um, And sincere to the disaffected youth. Yeah, she's very independent and self-sufficient, I guess, as a daughter of a single mom. Or I would say Carrie Lynn Pratt, who played Divine. Love that bitch. I don't care what you say. So her last name's Pratt too, like Susan May Pratt? I guess, and three names, Carrie Lynn and Susan May. Goodness. I love her. I don't care what you say. I thought Divine was great. I'd like to see her in more things. I don't think she's a very good actress at all. But I also think... Vincent Chase, Adrian Grenet as Chase Haven is very good. And he's very good. Kind of a yeah. hard role to do because he has to be like charming, but also like on like I don't care about anything. Right. I can't get disappointed at the second scene when Delcy kisses him and you could tell he's not into it, but then he goes ahead with it anyway. I want to be like, just stop. You're disappointed in the writing of that, not his acting. In that Chase makes does that, the character. Yes. Yeah, yes. not his acting. I, it just The same with Alicia. I'm like, maybe he does just go ahead with kissing people because he's a guy in high school and he wants to kiss girls. Like, I don't know. Well, he wanted to see if school. the spark was still there with Dulcie, and it's not. But you could tell, he could realizes it's not, but he still does it. And then they have yeah. to have that scene where he walks into the event with her and they realize it's over, and though they don't say anything. It's like they could have just And Allie Larder does everything with her face and the crying. And I love Allie Larder. I'm not saying anything. I just I say I she just does stand. a lot with her face. I just stand for her. I thought she looked way too old to be in high school for this movie, but she was the, the same age as the rest of them. Yeah. All right. So what's the moral of the story? D- date your neighbor? No. <laughs> I said, I have a real answer, but or um, don't stay friends with the cool kids if you're Melissa Joan Hart. She may stay friends with some of them. Yeah. Um, I said, keep childhood friends. Popularity isn't important. The in crowd sucks. Keep childhood friends, not forever. Well, some I think if them. if you've grown up, well, you're my childhood friend. Like if you've grown up with That's someone, not the same. Well, they don't have siblings. It appears so. This no. is their version of it. Yeah, like, but he'll have Ray and Dave probably. Yeah, my real answer <laughs> is growing up is realizing that we can like Brandy and the Donnas. You don't have to pick one. You don't have to be like, just because I like the Donnas, I can't like Brandy. And Rice says, there's the sister with Edge. She is. Brandy's great. Love Brandy. Love Brandy's music. But if we had like a Brandy cover artist at one of our dances, it would have been so annoying. But the same, because uh, it's one artist. Like at least right. the Electrocutes would sing. But I wouldn't want a band I didn't know singing their original songs, to be fair. I want Raina singing Forgive showing up in my senior prom because that's what happened. But they only sang, as far as we know, the once. Um, no, because when she song. walks in there, oh yeah, yeah, I see. And what you're then say. they sing "Keep on Loving, Loving you. you." But do you think, like, did she tell them to sing that? Oh, I don't know. I don't. Because how would Ray know that that's their song? Well, but she that... hired them because Ray doesn't know, and he's like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. cute. Why didn't you tell me?" Right, exactly. It's very cute. And then they say, uh, "Melissa Joan Hart says they want Brandy because she's quality with mass appeal." There's nothing wrong with that. And that's what growing up is. When I was younger, I probably would have been like, oh, Brandy, gross. Oh, like my indie rock. But now it's like, no, love them all and be happy. And growing up is and maturing. You can like I'm, Brandy I'm glad and you, you come can like to the this dogs. realization now. 
No, I have before. I've talked about it before, honestly, because I remember in high school, I was like, I could never like Good Charlotte and Simple Plan. They are not on the same level as Blink and Newfound Glory. And now it's like, who oh, cares? God. If you like the music, like the music, as long as the lead singer isn't like a fucking pedophile, lost profits, like, go for it. Allegedly. No. <laughs> he in jail for life, that guy. Okay. So yeah, date your neighbor. Date uh, your neighbor. Stay true to who you are, I guess, is the theme of the movie. And dip in and out of different groups. Hang with the in crowd, but then hang with the disaffected youth, you know, have different yeah. interests. They do talk kind of smart, you know, for like the beatniks, like when they're at the basketball game, all that banter. Yeah. And they say the R word, which I know you don't appreciate. Uh, they did say the R word. Yeah, I didn't like that. They say non R word, but still, yeah. it's the R word. I didn't word. like that. And who says it? The villain. Susan May Pratt. She's yeah. not as bad as Eddie. It, yes. Yeah. He what a shithead. Hell, yeah, he's gross. Especially like when, after the scene of them at the float trip when he's like, you're so sweet. You're so cute. Another yeah. tequila shot. Jay Salmon, you're funny. He's, this Rob Thomas, what a great writer and also leading <laughs> Matchbox got, 20. We got to give a shout out to the other writer, even though, you know, he doesn't care. He's not going to listen to this podcast, but I'll call Of course, it's all men. I was thinking about our last one was Bachelorette and that movie is very white. And I was like, is this movie very white too? And for the most part it is, but they try, I think, with the student body to show yes. some diversity. Diversity. There. Yeah. Oh, writers were Todd Strasser, who wrote the book, and Rob Thomas. So I don't even know if the writer of the book actually wrote it. But yeah, I'm sure I'll read this book at some point. I'll get a lot of library books in a stack. I also, would love to hear your update on it. I'll, more like this on IMDb. She's all that, which I've still never seen. But I'm saying know everything that happens. Whatever it takes, I added it to our list. Of oh, underrated. <laughs> underrated. Never been kissed. And then this one was in here last night, but John Tucker must die. I think it was, oh, it was Bring It On last night. Oh, and I was oh. like, yeah, <laughs> movies I really like, except she's right. all I've never seen, but I'm sure I'd really like it. Tell us more. Oh, you know who's in She's All That? Milo Ventimiglia. Kieran. Colquitt? Yeah, I don't think my little Ventimiglia is in She's All That. Oh, I thought he was in one scene without the house, but I think it's Tommy Donnelly, Jonathan Tucker. Maybe oh. I'm getting confused. Yeah. All yes. right. Drive Me Crazy. Great Drive Me Crazy. Great film. What are we going to do for our next one, Jill? I don't know. I'll have to go back to the list. Yeah, I was going to say Wimbledon, but then it's like, is every other going to be a Dunst? Well, we love Dunst. <laughs> and I love Wimbledon. It might be like... I mean, well, you said it, so we're doing to... it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I love them. And I think it's on HBO Max, hopefully, so people can watch it. We'll try, we'll try to pick one that's actually available places so other people can watch along. All right. Well, everyone go watch Drive Me Crazy if you haven't. And next week, you'll I, get I our... posted the link on Instagram stories. It didn't give me a virus, but <laughs> I, I can't, you know, willingly tell you to go open a link on your computer. <laughs> um, we'll give you all our hot Oscar takes next week. Yeah, everything, everywhere, all they won. And all I could think while I was throwing up the whole night when I was going to be like, I've thrown up everything, everywhere, <laughs> on the hour. Hardy, har, har. See you then. See you then.